sector, so it's totally independent. Uh, it has microgrid in, in itself. Uh, it has predictive maintenance in, uh, implemented. So all our Schneider solution are implemented there. And it's really a great reference to see it's not far. It's not in States, it's not, in, not in, I don't know, Japan or Asia. It's quite very close by. And uh, Schneider has really a very bold idea so to uh, to set up in all our production plants. We have already 40% of them are already smart factories. So we are re-modernizing uh, even the old one, all facilities we are modernizing and investing that uh, they can become sustainable plants. Uh, it's uh, easy today when everybody preach sustainability, right? To get the clients and to uh, um, practically make noble thing to to expect from the clients and the partners to be uh, 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 sustainable but back then it was pretty innovative like we said yeah. uh, uh, earlier it was science fiction uh, but you mentioned that uh, even then when you made the decision that brought some um, some business opportunities can you give me some examples uh, 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 because back then uh, uh, it, uh, you should be a visionary to 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 get in the uh, business because of some some companies are sustainable and preach sustainability. Yeah. So uh, first of all, we uh, implemented and tried all the ideas and solutions on our own. So we actually saved money on that. So and then when we are trying to offer to our to our customers uh, the solution. You have a good yeah, case yeah, study, yeah, right? Yeah, we have case study on our own. So we brought them to see, okay, on the mission side, we save this much energy. Uh, first of all, you need to, uh, first phase of this sustainability, and as we say today, sustainability slash digitalization, because it really comes to that, paperless, uh, without uh, uh, people mistake, human mistake on, on process. So it's, it really comes to that, that you, first you need to monitor your business process or your uh, energy consumption, and then you analyze how you can save. So at the end of the day, it comes to the savings. So sustainability comes to that, that you need to save and all those same money, it pays you electricity, yeah. pays you gas, it pays you water with, with the saving. Nowadays, uh, that, then days, uh, then, then 2005, so that, let's say 2010, it was a return of, of those of all those investments. It was 10 to 15 years. Nowadays, it's two to five years. Yeah. So because it, all the yeah, innovation that happened it's in the huge. Meantime. The impact, the innovation happened. The electricity bill went up. The gas <laughs> bills went up. So nowadays, it's really two to three, two to five years. So uh, now when you go to the plant manager and discuss with them, he knows exactly how much uh, he pays now the bill of electricity. De back then, he didn't know. He didn't even care, you know, because he said, okay, I need to buy the process. Yeah, I need to buy the process machines and that's it. That's a ma major CapEx investment. But no one was analyzing the costs of their production facilities. So nowadays, these, they know right now, even the CEOs and CFOs today, you know, uh, I remember five or I don't know six years ago when I was going around in, a, in even here in Serbia, talking to customers. I mean, you, when you when you meet the CEO and you ask, do you know how much your, is your IT cost? But you, of course, I know how much is how much your energy bills. I have no clue. It doesn't impact my PNL. But today it's quite different. Actually, this um, uh, COVID and whatever happened in these two years, not only COVID, a lot of 
crisis happened in the last two years, I would say that, uh, that th those um, aspects, uh, the circumstances really helped the uh, energy sector to move much faster. As I mentioned at the beginning, the energy sector is not very active, it's not very modernized sector, it's very traditional and they don't like new things, new stuff, you know, they're always analyzing things, if I change something, what uh, what, what, what is happened, yeah, what is the impact on all the process. And but nowadays uh, it's it, it's really much 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 faster. We are coming to the uh, topic of innovation, and of course, as you explained, sustainability is a huge innovation driver, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm sure that there are challenges there. Uh, um, can you tell me what the biggest one uh, um, that can make? Uh, uh, rather blocker than driver for, yeah. for innovation. I would say the first which comes on my mind is the time. It's really time consuming and it, it takes time for the this adaptation for the change. So the mindset uh, of people, first of all, the people mindset has to be changed that they, they need to understand that whatever, uh, what, whatever it comes, it will bring new opportunities. If it optimize the process, it will be much easier for them to work. But usually, uh, people are not really happy with, as you know, uh, with, with the changes. So it's a, it's a very time consuming process. So if the company decides we are going to, uh, to change, we are going to optimize our process. We are going to monitor our processes. We are going to be more efficient, more sustainable. We will going to to this, as we call green, green, uh, green, uh, business and green uh, strategy. Uh, always the first blocker comes are the people, actually the people. And uh, uh, you need to change the, the mindset. You need to talk a lot about this. You need to learn them. What are the possibilities? What are the options? What if we don't do that, what will happen? So uh, a lot of scenarios you do inside uh, your business process. And then when you show them what are the, um, what they're gaining from that, and if they really believe that this will change their uh, everyday business life, then uh, I think uh, you have you have a chance to change this aspect. You mentioned people, and uh, I had personal experience uh, to work uh, with the companies, let's say from a Nordic region, and mm -hmm. their green agenda, sustainability, is on much higher level than not just here in Adriatic or uh, Balkans or even Europe, right? So uh, uh, my question is to you is especially with, because we are talking about the Schneider Active here center in Serbia and yes. the region. Uh, how hard is to to uh, preach sustainability agenda and how uh, how is important for the business in the community that it's not that uh, prepared. prepared for that. Yes. It's not easy, not to say, uh, and I not to say any other word. It's not easy, but uh, I'm continuously uh, saying to myself, just uh, repeat, repeat. It takes time, you know. Uh, okay, there are things which has to come with a, with a longer story of sustainability. It's not only that company decided in a headquarter, I don't know, in Germany or in America or in Nordics. And we that's we it. go. That's it. No, you need support from government. You need to have. Laws in place. You need to you need to have this uh, 
as we call it today, green agenda in place, uh, which is like a, a holy cow <laughs> last uh, <laughs> two, three days, two, three years. Um, but not only here, like everywhere in the world. So everybody's now is like, we need to save our planet. So uh, you need to understand. So I am continuously repeating that we are the first generation who, who can change something and maybe the last one, because uh, all this climate change that are happening is happening less 20 to 30 years, not more. So we are now impacting with the climate change and, and all these scientists are saying to us, you need to stop, you need to come, uh, you need to figure out how you're gonna uh, take under control or how you're affecting the, the world as itself and, the, and all the climate change that which are happening to us. So then the companies and those big players are then thinking, okay, now maybe we, we really push too hard this uh, planet of ours. Let's see how we can make something, something good of it. And uh, it's a paradigm and it takes really, really a lot of times because we were uh, actually ruining this planet for the last 150 years. Yeah, without thinking anything. anything about that. So it lasted like centuries. And now, you know, you cannot just wake up, okay, we will be green. So it takes time. And you need, of course, uh, the, the government, you need the very uh, responsible society. Uh, and I always say it, it comes to the person, you know, even if you, if, if you talk today and you go home and then you say, okay, will I, uh, will I turn off the lights, which I'm usually letting, uh, turning on them over the night or will I switching off? So that's, I mean, I did impact somehow on you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's small changes end, at the end to... of the day. Yeah, you cannot go on general. Uh, we are really, uh, really pushing the story even in the schools, in the grammar school, in the high school. You know that we don't have in any of our schools, even on university, um, uh, teachers and professors are not uh, talking to kids about climate change, about this green agenda. What does mean sustainability for for the for our future, for our business? For our families, yeah, yeah, right? for, yeah, yeah. No one talks about that. So. It's something that uh, I think that every responsible company and corporation in the world should do. It comes, uh, the corporations are uh, uh, polluting the most, uh, the planet. So it, it, it should come from them. And I'm really proud that uh, I work for the company that's really uh, very aware of this. And, you know, we say that we need to electrify the world, but on sustainable ways. So that means that uh, in Schneider we say life is on. Uh, that means that we are going to save the planet and we will save the, this emission and we are actually uh, walking the talk in our own premises, in all our uh, facilities. Actually, we are now building a building here in Serbia, which will be totally CO2 natural. So we will have microgrid with no CO2 emission. It's going to be first one actually in this part of the world with this uh, all implemented solution of Schneider, where we will bring our customers, show them the optimized cost, the optimized process, uh, automation, which you can, you know, drive from your phone. So uh, we when are you opening? Yeah, uh, round about uh, January, February. Yes, uh, it's I, under I construction. Like yeah, yeah, I would like to see it. So yeah, it's going to be in Ovisad. Yes, it's perfect. under construction. So we are um, we have uh, small issues with logistics, but like everywhere, of course. <laughs> everyone, you know, we have. We are, this, we are living uh, in yeah. those turbulent times. Yeah, right? turbulent times. A lot of impacted from geopolitical uh, stories, but uh, nevertheless, so uh, beginning of next year. Yeah. Uh, 
we started about sustainability and innovations and now we are coming to your baby let's call it like that uh, there is a uh, I want to talk about of mm -hmm. course uh, ADMS and that's something that basically came from from here from this region and uh, became uh, one of the most successful products right Schneider Electric uh, can you share me the this success story history first yes. and then yes, where yes. are today yes okay so yes we are very happy and very honored that uh, Schneider Electric has chosen Serbia uh, so back in uh, 2005, uh, it uh, joint venture uh, happened between uh, DMS Group and Schneider Electric. Um, so it was also other energy energy companies were fighting for this uh, DMS uh, company. Uh, it was really um, a Serbian product with Serbian. Uh, knowledge and, and, and produce in Serbia so uh, a lot of uh, ambitious group of ambitious people very intelligent one from Novi Sad uh, decided to create a software for um, advanced management uh, software solution for distribution network what that means so uh, for distribution network of any uh, distribution utilities company uh, they they saw the niche uh, that the, the software can monitor much better the network than uh, the human or, or some SCADA which has a lot of interfaces and at that time they decided uh, okay we, we will uh, develop further this uh, software solution and then somewhere in around about 2005 Schneider uh, saw the opportunity and so the, they acquired the company actually it was the beginning joint, joint venture so around about 2019, just before we had the COVID, so the, this acquisition uh, has been uh, closed. So it's 100% now Schneider, Schneider own company. Uh, we have a global Schneider hub for advanced management distribution software. So we are producing this software in Novi Sad and exporting worldwide. So we have a global hub here in Serbia, in Novi Sad. And I think this is uh, this is one of the the, the companies which uh, uh, the the company is established in Novi Sad, the the software software company. But now we have also facility uh, and hub here in Belgrade, uh, and uh, we are having actually two locations for the hub, and we have more than thousand uh, employees there, which are working globally on the project. So, what that means, um, uh, what this software means, and what. This, what does this software do? Uh, we are going and offering this software to distribution utilities company around the world. And we are entering them and analyzing their network. And then we are showing them how they can optimize network, how to save costs on the network. And uh, we are implementing the solution which monitors the network. So when you go to now more than 60 references around the globe, 65, uh, we have uh, so all Italy is under managed by this software NL, uh, famous Italian distribution company is run. Uh, we have uh, reference in Texas, Australia, Melbourne, Canada, uh, Thailand, uh, Cairo now, so all around the world. Uh, we expect also to have this solution in Serbia implemented. Uh, <laughs> we are working on it uh, and. Uh, I think it's a great thing that uh, that, that really Schneider uh, figured out that this niche it's actually a very very um, narrow niche because not a lot of, lot of companies are doing uh, 
this uh, solution and this software. And we are last several years number one by the Gartner that uh, ADMS solution uh, is ranked uh, by Gartner as uh, number one in this niche for distribution network uh, solutions. I see the numbers that are incredible. Basically, you just mentioned mm -hmm. some of them, but uh, over 80 companies, uh, uh, 155 dispatching contract centers yeah. worldwide, 145 million customers, basically. Yes. Uh, how you made such an impact? Uh, you mentioned that you're number one right now. You obviously have some competition, but what made you uh, uh, be in the position that you're leader? Yeah, we were one of the, yeah we were one of the first uh, who entered in the, this uh, this market. I would say that, uh, and one of the first references that uh, that uh, we have made, uh, they were very quite successful and. Uh, uh, utilities companies very satisfied the result and we saved uh, a lot of money for them and they didn't have uh, they have very balanced network uh, i'm talking also for the network which has to integrate microgrids uh, renewables you know now the story with e, uh, ev chargers so you need to have prepared network to connect all these microgrids on your network and to have really balanced network uh, you know when uh, when our mini minister of energy she goes on tv and she said we have lost on the lack of network i don't know two three uh, percent it's uh, two three percent are millions in euros so yeah. they can really save money with this solution and uh, we really have very successful uh, references and uh, what made us uh, very proud that uh, Schneider uh, saw the opportunity and saw the knowledge and very good engineering capabilities what we have here in Serbia. And now we, we gain additional five more softwares from Schneider to develop further uh, in, in, uh, in Novi Sad and in Belgrade as well. So that will be so we will work on a BMS solution. We will work on microgrids. We will go to Revit solution, IGXO. So those are additional software yeah. and we will employ even more people uh, uh, you mentioned a few times that hub in Novi Sad and yes. uh, I know it's impressive can you tell me about yes. that how and yes. now it's in Belgrade uh, yes yes one, yes right? yes, so. yes we have two locations Novi Sad and Belgrade and in this building that I mentioned so they will be located in this building uh, beginning of next year uh, so it's a it's a it's a hub as I said uh, so most of them are software developers but also the the electric engineering project management and so they work there and they work uh, from Novi Sad and from Belgrade and going to the projects abroad so um, we are really uh, happy and, and very very proud that we have this uh, we are ex-program with us, so we are also training the teacher with the new um, software language, uh, so coding uh, with the new ways how to do with Agile. We are giving also lots of Agile, um, so method, so a lot of things we are doing. Um, we have also this uh, Edison program uh, where we are also, uh, through our employees, we are searching for talents and we are then sending them to this business development hubs in, in Schneider, in headquarters to work there. It's it's very competitive market right now, not only here in region, but worldwide, but especially here in the region, because many companies uh, understood that uh, uh, we have great engineers here, right? And with situation in uh, Eastern Europe, uh, uh, lots of huge companies coming here how you are competing for the talent you you just told me about this foundation and this is the building the future but uh, business have a 
have needs today? How are you competing with all other companies out there? I would say it's very creative. I have a huge <laughs> team of uh, people working on this topic. <laughs> it's not easy, especially nowadays in Serbia. I believe also, as you said, around the region is the same yep. situation. Romania, yeah, Bulgaria, yeah. Hungary. It's the same situation. However, so we are uh, really implementing, uh, and I'm saying from the shows, uh, from very traditional energy, energy uh, company, which is dealing with the energy equipment. So for us, this is very new and something that uh, Schneider did not implement so far so it's very new for Schneider but we we were pioneers actually for from Serbia we are implementing a lot of uh, new benefits for our employees so for example we just have implemented from 1st of July they will have we call the program summer recharge so our employees are working on Fridays only till till 12 so July and August and uh, we are all, all the time interviewing them so what would you like uh, how we can uh, compensate you how additional what sports would you like to you know we can organize and, and things like that so we have implemented also flexible benefits what that means so every year they can choose they have a budget they have budget for professional uh, trainings they have a budget for individual trainings and they have budget for medical insurance sports yeah. activity and so on uh, and they can choose how, how on which way on uh, on what they want to choose uh, they want to spend the budget so we have uh, implemented the platform uh, and they can every first of january or first of february they can choose so i don't know i don't want that uh, you pay for my medical insurance i want that you pay for my parents medical insurance or i want you that you buy to buy me professional linkedin account or i want you to buy me the amazon books or i want that you pay me for the summer uh, for touristic voucher so they can really choose uh, what they want and how they want to spend the money so i think it's a great benefit especially for this uh, z generation that yeah. we are all <laughs> we are all trying to find way how to how to uh, attract them and how to keep them because attraction is one thing and, and keeping them yeah, yeah, is another but uh, we are really trying to figure out and understand uh, what are the triggers you know uh, nowadays i have uh, when i have uh, this uh, final rounds of interviews and when i see important roles and and and, uh, and the roles which are really have people underneath so when i'm interviewing these people you know they they sometimes they ask you know I like this company because I, I believe this company can uh, change change something. So uh, they are searching for the meaning, not yeah. only you know the okay at the end of the day, okay there is a contract, there is this they benefit. Work for yeah, 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 they yeah, work, yeah. Work yeah but at the end of the day, they want to work and be proud of the company that really uh, has a meaningful impact on 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 the planet, on on the on the business. You know, they say they, but it's always you know with these young youngsters, it's always uh, nice when they come. And you know, I came with um, uh, with this electric. Um, not bicycle, scooter, but a scooter or to the work, you know, I'm uh, green, but you need to charge this on yeah. the electricity. You're not that, yeah, yeah, yeah right? you are not that green, uh, but you know, but it's always, they like to feel uh, impactful. And I think that's important. And uh, we are always investigating with, with HR team and, and, uh, and the, the people from employer branding, how we can attract them even more and, and keep them inside the company. Of course, they have a lot of possibilities. It's a corporation, so they can travel around 
around. Uh, they can, we have also possibility open out markets so they can apply to some projects worldwide and uh, without, you know, even uh, that their manager knowing that they applied. So it's all very, very flexible and very open and uh, very diversified surrounding for, for, for work. You just mentioned this basically innovation of uh, how, you, uh, how you attract talent with this flexible uh, benefits, uh, benefits yeah. right? Uh, uh, I wanted to ask you, because you're leading here Snyder mm -hmm. in Serbia and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's more than a thousand people, right? Yeah. Um, but you're a part of the huge corporation. Yes. And how hard is to implement something new like this when you're part of the bigger group? It's very hard. <laughs> how, how it's hard yeah. to be innovative? How you, yeah, how you fight that? Yeah, it's very hard. You need to be very stubborn and very, you know, to come uh, repeatedly on the same story because uh, especially big organizations, they don't understand. And especially, you know, business is done on uh, other way in Nordics, another way in US, another way in China. And so, especially with such a tradi traditional yes, industry, Yes, yes, right? yes. We are actually a very globalized company. And we are, for example, our CEO is sitting in Shanghai and he's a French guy sitting in Shanghai. So we decided for us, Asia is an important business. And he goes there and, and he lives there. So uh, Shandir is a very globalized company, but also uh, in, it's, uh, it's very, um, you need to, to fight uh, like uh, <laughs> uh, repeatedly with the story, you know, we need to attract more, more talents, we need to attract more software engineers and how to attract them, you need to give them uh, freedom, you need to give them flexibi flexibility to work and they can choose. So we have this uh, hybrid. Uh, we are working on hybrid models, so they're working, I don't know, three three days from office, two days from home, they can choose whatever. Uh, and it's not easy, especially after the COVID, you know, it, not, it was not easy to bring them back. And yeah. uh, it was actually quite challenging. And, you know, we were going, I don't know how many times, uh, HR team and, and, and all the uh, stakeholders were going back to the headquarters asking, you, we need to implement other things than, than normal one <laughs> in, in every Schneider what we have implemented. But I think the mindset is changing. And this company really believes in this flexibility of doing business. And, and that's good. That's good. And we are uh, becoming uh, more and more software uh, energy company. We acquired last uh, two and a half years huge names in the software uh, energy business. And I, I believe, truly believe that, I don't know, maybe in two or five years' time, we will be a software company. And we are coming to that subject that I always like to cover. Uh, uh, when we are moving to the, to the last part of, of episodes about the future. And um, I have two follow question. First is, um, can you give me some prediction uh, uh, on how long it will take for sustainability paradigm to enter all the businesses mm -hmm. all over the world? Because if I ask you this question, I think five years ago, I'm sure that you would give me a completely different answer yeah, that you would yeah, give me yeah. now. Nowadays, uh, actually just today, I would tell you very fast. I, I, I'm talking about not five, maybe, I don't know, two, okay, maybe in this part of Europe, but let's say Western Europe, or I'm talking about the old continent in Europe, yeah. which is most traditional, traditional 
part of the world, I would say that it, it will come to five to ten years maximum. So uh, because uh, companies nowadays, they don't want to depend on anything, you know, there are a lot of uncircumstances in our business world. And, you know, with the forecasting and with the prediction that when you can manage, when you cannot manage on P&L and when you have some uncertainty on, on P&L, you don't feel safe. And then you want to cut all the unpredictions what you have in your business. And sustainability really gives you possibility to balance and to diversify the options, sure. how you can, you know. Now we are living in a world that we, we don't know how this winter will look like. We don't know uh, the, the plants, do they, they will have gas or not, uh, on which price do we, they cannot calculate the business case in, in third and fourth quarter of this year. And who knows what will happen next year so uh, everybody now is uh, trying to understand and trying to figure out how to be more independent on the circumstances which are influencing our business and this comes then to sustainability so we need to have a uh, balance of uh, and diversified uh, way how we're gonna uh, have elect electrifying of our business our business processes uh, the artificial intelligence is coming, so all the predictions, IoT is coming, communication is coming, censoring, and so on. So the future is very interesting, I would say, very much. But uh, someone already pulled the trigger and there is no going back. Yeah. So it's very fast and I think that uh, even this will filter this uh, circumstance in how we live, uh, it, it will filter the company that can survive this and that, that will like just always. disappear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, second part of the question is regarding this crisis. You just mentioned the winter yeah. that is coming and we don't know. That, that sounds like uh, uh, Game, of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, winter is coming. Yeah. Uh, uh, my question here is... Uh, there, there were certain paths in terms of innovation in sustainability and overall innovations uh, regarding uh, energy sector. But this happened, this crisis. Um, how influenced it? How uh, uh, do you see some completely new movements right now because of what is going on in the world? Especially in terms of what kind of innovation are we concentrating right now at, at the no, Yes, yes. Uh, it's actually uh, last two and a half years impacted a lot. So first COVID, yeah. then logistic, then the dependency from Asia, dependency from China, from Thailand. Yeah, yeah, semiconductor. All this influenced on the on the all the global players in the world. They say, okay, they are now really pulling us like like we are, you know. Uh, not to say, I mean, it, it's like uh, someone, uh, when you look from, uh, from, from, I don't know, from up, you see it like someone is playing some game because yeah. uh, who would uh, say that this can happen in two years, all these things. So for sure, this is uh, impacting a lot. And, uh, and they say, so now Europe has to be prepared uh, for the winter and for the next winter. And uh, I, as I, as I mentioned, I just came from, from Bulgaria and I had there 22 CEOs from Schneider from uh, 22 countries. So my colleague from Poland, he said to me like, all the industrial plants in Poland are now uh, building uh, these geothermal pumps inside uh, because they, want, they don't want to be influenced by any uh, wow. crisis, you know. 
they want to build immediately solar panel, they want to have microgrid, they want to have uh, uh, these geothermal pumps, they want to have uh, optimized, they want to have even predictive maintenance, not to to plan six months in advance because of logistic when this pump will stop. So I will, order it, I will order it one year before. So all this um, uh, software and, and uh, product uh, innovation that we were talking about over the years, you know, for digitalization is coming, you need to be prepared, blah, blah, blah. But then in one, in, after two years, everybody said, okay, it's here and we need to react and immediately. Now, and have yeah. It now. yeah, immediately. So nowadays when we discuss about this, uh, for, for example, commercial buildings, so we are not discussing with uh, with these landlords, this real estate company, are you going to implement smart solution? They're not discussing. So it, it has to be implemented, you know, with the standards, with all this. Uh, we just need to be much faster with bylaws, with laws and regulations in the country, which government can support that uh, put some regulations, how this will be driven and, uh, and how fast. Senia, thank you so much for this. I enjoyed it. Yeah, thank it you. Was, it was inspirational. Uh, for me as well. <laughs> thank you. Thank and for you out there, uh, next Thursday, next Innovation Talk, uh, subscribe and see you. Thank you.